Hi, this is Bonnie Gray, and I'm your host for Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. I'm so happy to welcome you to today's show. We are going to be talking about the topic of God's guidance. You know, when you don't know what to do, that can be very stressful. We're so used to being able to figure and analyze our way out of a situation, but a lot of life's circumstances we find ourselves in, they're gray areas. And not only that, they can't be solved within a day. Those are the areas of stress when we're not in control of either other people or something that's happening to us. But we're going to get encouraged on today's show. I'm going to share a little bit about what God has to say about guidance. We're going to hear a inspiring story I want to share with you. And we're going to look at a scripture that's very loving and affirming to empower and refill your soul tank. And then we'll end with a beautiful prayer, which will just express our heart to God and draw us closer to him. I'm the author of Sweet Like Jasmine, Finding Identity in a Culture of Loneliness. It's my new book, and I want to invite you to pick up a copy. And you can also get a free audiobook where I narrate the stories that are in this book. I go on a journey to find the father who left me when I was seven, and I'm trying to investigate why did he leave? You know, these stories that are part of our lives that we kind of keep quiet about, but we really want to know. God cares about those questions we have. So I go through many different stories of where I learned what is my true worth and what are some of the areas that have really stressed me out. And yet God has said, I'm with you there, Bonnie. I'm going to be able to guide you through it. So I share these stories with you to empower you. So pick up a copy and visit the book landing page at sweetlikejasmine.com to get more information. Okay, so this whole topic about guidance is something that I've always wanted to grow in. You know, I kind of grew up on my own as the oldest in a single parent family. You kind of make do, you kind of figure out the best you can, how to take care of yourself, how to take care of your siblings, and you're used to kind of guiding yourself. And so when God entered into my life, it was just like a beautiful fresh breath of fresh air. I need it. I want to be guided. Well, how, how do we know where God's guiding us? Because choices are hard to make when they're not clear to us. And so that is definitely one trigger point for me. When I don't know what to do, that is very stressful for me. Sometimes we wait for a plan to emerge, but love doesn't work that way. Life doesn't work that way. And Jesus whispers instead, take my hand. I will be your bread for this journey. My love will guide you. Well, there's one quote I love from Thomas Merton. He said, I was not sure where I was going and I could not see, but you, God, saw further. You led me across the waters to a place I'd never dream of and which you were even then preparing for me to be my rescue and my shelter and my home. Isn't that beautiful? We're all trying to find our way home. We're all walking each other home, aren't we, during our time here on earth as all these twists and turns. 
as we go through the mountains and valleys. Well, one beautiful place that I had visited, I've always wanted to visit, was Montana. I just love the outdoors. I love nature. I love blue sky. It's the big sky country, right? Well, my friend Carol lives on a ranch in Montana. She moved there when she met her husband. She, She moved from California to Montana. Blue skies stretch out like a canopy as horses roam across mountains that unfold like fresh dough resting before it rises. Any bakers out there? This land is wild, and the rivers that run through it in spring rush down fast and furious. My friend Carol tells me this as I call her from California where the drought has worn long and deep. We faced some really dry years in California, and um, it's just a metaphor for those dry seasons in our own lives, isn't it? That landscape in our hearts that, you know, I was confiding in Carol as she was on Monta- in Montana. And I told her that, you know, my plans that I felt so sure of that God has designed for me, just, they were just falling through, falling apart. And I was stuck at a fork in the road and I didn't know which way to turn. Are you feeling that way, friends, today as you're listening? Are you standing at a fork in the road and you don't know which way to turn? You've just tried to find all the angles. You've got your pro and con list and both sides of pros and con inevitably end up even, doesn't it? You work on one column and then you're like, well, wait a minute, over here on the other side of the pros and cons, and it actually just makes things worse. Then it's like, it's hard to even know between the two lists, like, which way do I go? Well, um, it's interesting when I told Carol, I said, how do I know which way God's guiding me? Well, Carol told me the story. Let me tell you what she said. Carol's neighbor lives four miles away, you know, because she lives on a ranch. So big, very unlike here in Silicon Valley. But one night her neighbor knocked on her door. He said that water would be arriving in 24 hours to water her land. He told her he would move the water tonight. It was a phrase that I wasn't familiar with. He would move the water tonight. It's an unusual phrase. It turns out that Carol's neighbor, who lives upstream from her, is the gatekeeper for the reservoir holding all the water that supplies what farmers and ranchers need downstream. The gatekeeper watches the waters as it swells, and he reads the weather in the clouds. So, quote-unquote, moving the water, that phrase, It means that the gatekeeper would open a series of gates and release the water to run where it was most needed to replenish the land. If there's a certain area in the land that wasn't getting enough water, the gatekeeper would rearrange the gates to redistribute its flow. So you know those changes in your life where you're standing at that fork in the road? Carol told me. That's how God opens up gates in our hearts to release the things that need to be let go in order to bring new life to areas we can't see, but God does. God changes the direction in our lives, not to harm us, but to bring new life. So let me ask you right now, friends, maybe there's a change in direction that feels scary in the moment. Maybe God's guiding you towards something, but you might be fearful 
of what it means, even though you have a sense that that is where God's guiding you. It's moving your life in that decision in an area that you have not stepped into before. I want you to consider very quietly now if that is what the Holy Spirit has put on your heart. Because God is like that gatekeeper for the water. He's going to redirect your life towards areas that want the touch of his new life, new changes, new growth, and new new peace of letting go of things that need to be let go. Our verse today comes from Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. You know, it's interesting. We often focus on the latter part of this verse that says God gives us plans to give you a hope and a future. But there is a phrase in the middle of this verse that says, God says, I give you these plans not to harm you. Now, why would he say that? Why would he say, hey, I'm not trying to harm you. Now, this is an interpretation that I have, but I think sometimes when God guides us, it's going to feel as if, wait a minute, God, this doesn't seem safe. This doesn't seem comfortable for me. This doesn't seem like what I've always done and what I just want to stay doing all the time. I don't want to make waves. I don't want to rattle anybody's gates. I don't want to change anything. I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. But you know what? You and I know those times when we're feeling the stress, it's probably because we feel God is shifting the waters and he's trying to guide us to go in a different direction. Isn't that true? I love this verse when we talk about gatekeeper and opening gates in John chapter 10. Jesus says to us, I am the good shepherd. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listens to his voice. He goes before them and they follow him. This is very beautiful and so powerfully affirming. Jesus has gone forward. He goes before us. And if he's starting to open a new path for you and you're at the fork in the road, we can trust him. You can take a different direction with Jesus. You can take a different direction because Jesus is the good shepherd. He will guide you. He goes before you and we only need to follow him through. There is a beautiful passage in God's nearness. And, you know, especially when I start to take new, a new path, it's really scary for me. I was telling you that I was looking for my father who left me when I was seven and what started this journey with Sweet Like Jasmine, this book that I wrote. It's because I stumbled on a birth certificate when I was actually looking for my son's birth certificate to sign him for preschool. And I stumbled on my own. I took a quicker, uh, closer look at it. And I realized the birth certificate said that I was born in a hospital called Chinese Hospital. I was like, why is there a hospital named after an ethnicity? And when I looked closer, I saw that I was born on the same street as the hospital was. Now that's really strange. I, I'd never even gone back to see the childhood home. So I never wanted to think about where my father was or why he left me. To me, it didn't matter. Who cared, right? He really left and didn't bother to write or you know, come back to look for me. But it's interesting. Sometimes God just, it doesn't make sense to us at the time, but God just puts something on our, our heart. 
whether it's our job, our family, a relationship, a friendship, maybe a change in ministry, a change in how we're spending our time. Maybe it's change in speaking up, being more assertive. Maybe it's a change in saying no rather than yes. It could be a change in more rest and less toil. I don't know what it is that God is moving you towards, but I want to encourage you that God says in Isaiah chapter 30, verses 19 to 23, he, your teacher will no longer hide himself, but your eyes will behold your teacher. Your ears will hear a word behind you. This is the way, walk in it. Whenever you turn to the right, or to the left and he will give you rain for the seed which you sow in the ground and bread from the yield of the ground and it will be rich and plenteous let me read that again he will give you rain for the seed which you will sow in the ground you know right now maybe that seed of an idea just you don't even see how it's going to be blossoming or blooming it doesn't even make sense but yet if you sow that seed god is going to send the rain to nurture the change we're not responsible for how it'll turn out but we are called to sow the seed that god's put in your hand by faith and then we are led one day at a time to see where is this going to lead us um i wish i could tell you spend even more time telling you the stories of what happened when I went back to try to find my father and uncover all the secrets that I never really wanted to uncover. But as I sewed one seed at a time, one door opened, then another door opened. And oh my goodness, I went on a journey of discovery that I didn't even know was possible. And what I discovered was just life-changing. I know it's kind of leaving you on a cliffhanger, but I'm a storyteller and I want you to pick up my book, Sweet Like Jasmine, Finding Identity in a Culture of Loneliness. I narrate the audiobook. Um, I'm Chinese American. I grew up basically, you know, really into like engineering and math. I wasn't into the arts because I wasn't given permission to do it. You know, it was just, I was growing up in poverty. Just the arts wasn't something that was going to help my family and I just, felt guilty about doing anything or investing in anything that had to do with the arts, you know, but obviously now I'm here, I'm an author, I'm a storyteller. God redeems the years the locusts have eaten. And so I narrate, I just fully go into all the drama so that it can be a really fun, compelling story driven experience for you. Let me return back to what God is whispering to you in your own journey. What is God guiding you? Give yourself permission to, even if you're doubting or you're unsure, it's okay. That's the mark of faith. It tells you that you are stepping upon a new journey of faith with God. If you had no doubts, it wouldn't require any faith, right? But when God calls you to walk in a new direction, Again, any area of your life and who you're becoming, then you can step into that with faith. God's love will guide you. So let us now step into a prayer. Dear Jesus, guide me, Lord. I surrender my plans to hold on to you instead of my plans. Help me not to hide. Help me not to hide behind 
my comfort level and what I'm used to because I know that I would enjoy so much more being on an adventure with you. Give me courage to trust you and faith to act on your prompting to plant those seeds and to water and nurture it. Thank you for being faithful and giving me your word right when I need it. And God, if I cannot hear you, please send your word. Touch my heart in a way that lets me know you're with me because I need that reassurance. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope that you feel inspired. You feel reaffirmed that whether you turn to the left or to the right, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Um, well, I can't leave you without doing a uh, giving you a soul care tip. Uh, I want to give you a soul care tip that comes from enjoying something delicious. This is important that when we are troubled, you know, we can get really just paralyzed, not knowing what to do. We need to take a break. Sometimes we even forget to eat and enjoy our food. Sometimes we need to take time to eat more slowly and experience rest. When we savor God's word slowly, we enjoy being with him. It's like eating slower to taste the flavors and to breathe rather than gobbling food down. Our hectic, fast-paced life leads to stressful, unhealthy living. As we rush through our day, unhappy and mindlessly running through our to-do list, our pro-con list, and we're eating on the run, we're not really present. But by choosing the simple act of eating slower, you take time to live, to refresh and revitalize yourself and to enjoy life. And when you sit down and eat, you're actually relating to others. Don't just grab your lunch and go eat in your room. Okay. Take the time to sit down, you know, take out the nice, uh, goblets of, you know, light those candles and experience more rest. Studies show that the benefits of slow food, it's a slow food movement. It includes losing weight because it takes 20 minutes for your brain to register that you're full. So when you eat slower, you're going to get full before all that food gets into your body. It's also good digestion and better health when we eat slowly and less stress. Eating slowly practices mindfulness and frees you to be present in the moment rather than worrying about what's next. What is it that you enjoy eating slowly? I'm very curious. What is it that you enjoy eating slowly? I love making fried rice. It takes a lot of time to prepare because I have to, you know, cut up the chicken and then I have to um, prepare all the different things, you know, and stir fry in Chinese cooking, you cook all the ingredients separately and then you combine it at the end. But that's kind of my comfort food and I love eating it and it's become my kids' comfort food as well. What's your comfort food? Is it soup or what is it? You know, take some time. Make in your mind, hey, this week I'm going to make this. I'm going to really enjoy this. I hope that you're encouraged. Remember that you are loved you're cherished and pick up a copy of my book. I want to continue to empower you, encourage you with Sweet Like Jasmine, my newest book that I wrote during the pandemic. And I just thought of you, all the people that God's brought into my life to share my stories with. And I'm so grateful for you. Remember you're loved, you're cherished. Just rest. 
and I'll see you next time. We're going to be talking about breaking the stigma of anxiety. We're going to talk about anxiety. Yes, we are. And we're going to encourage each other. I'll see you next time. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Breathe, the Stress Less podcast, a production of lifeaudio.com and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we'd love for you to head over to your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. It really does help people find us. To learn more about Bonnie Gray or to check out any of the resources she mentioned in this episode, just head over to her website, thebonniegray.com, or check out our show notes. This episode was produced by me, Kelly Givens, and edited by Stephen Sanders. A special thanks to our executive producer, Stephen McGarvey. For more Faith Toolkit podcasts, head over to lifeaudio.com. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists. But when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with hyper gig speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months. Because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. <laughs> Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber. Internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase at 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.